Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the call center and contact center podcast, where we try to give you some actionable items that you can take back to your call center, improve your quality, improve your overall agent performance. And I guess the whole reason that we're here and that you're listening is to improve the customer experience. Merry day after Christmas. I hope uh, hope Santa treated all you guys really well. It's crazy. My wife is in charge. Now I come in at the the end, which kind of ticks her off. So I come in and swoop in and get the kids some some big presents here at the end that she's not expecting. But she did an amazing job with, with the kids and I probably... Probably actually spoiled them this year a little bit, which I'm not sure if that's good or not. Kind of set a high bar. Uh, but there's, I don't know if you've heard of this, and, and I, I'm not plugging this at all, but I never heard of it. It's called Osmo, and it kind of, it hooks onto the iPad. So my kids, it's like a uh, kind of a virtual reality game that they can play. They can draw on this pad that shows up on the uh, on the iPad. So they have this little board that they draw, and it's pretty cool. So it's learning games, and it's fun games, and I was playing with that probably more than they were. So it's crazy, I guess, the, the tech and, and kind of where that stuff's going. But but anyway, a couple things I wanted to talk about. If any of you follow me on LinkedIn, I just had a rant or a big post that I really want as for my, my 2020 New Year's resolution to all of you. My goal for the year is to really create a – a community of like-minded call center colleagues. So many of you have so much information and so much knowledge that even goes beyond what I could say. So many of you ask such really good questions to me that this stuff needs to come out. So some of you are nervous about posting things. You don't like video. You don't like the way you look. It's time to get over all that. We have tried now, and, and I've, I'm kind of going to bring it back. So obviously we have the advice from a, from a call center geek Facebook page, but there is... Advice from a Call Center Geek Facebook community. And there's only like 10 of you that are in there, right? So I'm not going to lie and say that this is a huge, big thing because it's not. But I'd love to be able to make this a huge, big thing. You know, there's I, I do this podcast on, on Buzzsprout, which is a podcast hosting group. And their community is amazing. Like any question, anything that, that goes out, a ton of people are listening. A ton of people are responding. I'd like to get that. There's so many of us out there with so much information that it's, it's kind of a waste with all of this technology and, and all these social networks that we're not utilizing it better, right? So again, I'm not doing this to sell anything, not sell my services. I just really want to kind of create that community. So if you can please, you know, let's start to get the word out. So it's advice from a call screening Facebook community. If you guys want to start something else and say, Tom, your Facebook community is stupid. We want to do it here. I'm all for it. It's not really the format or, or where. It's just the, the ability to try to do it. So 
that's one of my main things. And again, we're going to be posting a lot more, doing more podcasts, doing uh, more videos. So make sure at least if you're not part of that community or don't want to be part of that community that you're um, you're following us on, on that. So what I wanted to discuss today, um, and, and I was thinking about it over the Christmas holiday of, of what I wanted to talk about today. I had a couple couple thoughts and ideas, but I think that this one came into to focus a little bit quicker than the others is is five ways to engage your employees and engage your middle management. Now, I hate, right? So the, let me just go back here. I always said when, I, when we were doing the podcast, right, I always say actionable items to take back to your call center, right? Because I hate like, you know, when you do a, you, you open up a, a, a blog post from somebody and it's like five ways to, to reinvent your call center. And like number one is make sure you're monitoring your agents, right? Set up a QA format platform like okay i know all this like that's that's like you're just basically kind of clickbaiting me into this so i really wanted to think of some things that we're doing here and some of the things that we're not doing here um to that i'm going to start to hopefully do here in 2020 after we you know i've talked with my team um to to engage the the call center associates to make them more part of it to you know give them a a say in, in what's actually happening i think that that's a huge piece of the culture um, of, of what we want to do, and then I think with a lot of your centers as well. So let's start into this. So number one, and, and I think we have done this, and this is one of the best ways to in, to engage, is to create a, a call center leadership group, right? So, you know, depending on the size of your center, and again, this wouldn't be, a, if you are a giant BPO, this would be, you know, your specific site, because that's kind of the, the people you're dealing with. So let's just say, you know, if you have a 300 to 500 seat site, maybe you have a, a board of, of six to seven, five to, to seven reps. That's about what we have. You can do things like you could have a, you can have people vote. You can have a representative from each, you know, couple groups of teams. Maybe if you're a smaller center, each team gets one, one kind of a representative on it. Um, you can also do it by seniority, you know, depending on, on what type of center you have. But you know, in this leadership group, you can talk about a lot of things that are happening in the call center. You know, they feel like their their voice is being heard. I think it's an important thing, especially don't just give that to a, you know, a lower type supervisor, one of your, even your, your head supervisor. This needs to come from an upper management person who's who's really in that with that group. So these guys really feel engaged to, to talk about either issues that are going on in the call center or things that they really like. You know, everything from, you know, hey, we want a new vending machine to, hey, we this policy is really causing some headaches. You might want to look at this. We have some examples of, of how it could be better. So that's a that's a big piece, especially if, you know, if, if you are a non-union um, call center, you know, it's important to make sure that, that those guys, their, their word is being heard. All right, the second way to engage, and I, I did a post again of this on, on LinkedIn this morning, and this is something I think is really important. The number one use of your technology from a telephony standpoint right so that's you know really using the platform is your supervisors and your supervision and your middle management now you might have a mission control or quality area that's that's looking at this stuff too but every single day day in and day out it's the supervisors and your middle management who are utilizing the technology so they develop you know in their own way of of experimenting really cool ways to utilize it things that you don't even know about so I love getting all the supervisors together, whether it's you know once a month, once every two months, and kind of having a, a tech summit or a use use case summit, 
to where, you know, we just talked about, hey, guys, let's just open this up. How do you guys, you know, use this? What are some of the reports that you really like? Is anybody, you you know, utilizing this workforce management tool? And you'll have like two people, and that's probably my fault for poor training, that are like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how to do that. And you round out the knowledge spectrum of your entire supervisor staff. You learn a lot of stuff as well because, again, a lot of us aren't using it day-to-day in and out of, of moving reps and moving skills. So it's important that you know you kind of utilize that. And also, again, you're engaging your middle management, right? You're giving them a say, and it's awesome when they can actually teach you things. And it's not just you kind of dictating to them that you know everything. So a really cool thing there, too. I think you know utilizing your supervisors from that standpoint really helps. Um. I would say to the third for the third, um, and this kind of ham and eggs, I guess, with that leadership group, but depending on the size of your center, to create some call center committees, right? So you can do things that, you know, maybe you don't have reps that can be part of that leadership group, but maybe you have a committee that's, you know, about games in your call center. You have a policy group. You have a, a you know, we talked about that leadership group. You have an, an equipment uh, committee, right? Because I'll tell you what, all of you guys know it. The the number one mistake you can make is if you buy a new headset or you buy new chairs for everybody and you don't get the reps buying and they hate them <laughs> because we've all been there with that. So making sure that you get their buy-in and there should be a group of those guys that you can go to and be like, hey, we want to try this headset. It's a little cheaper or this is a little bit more expensive, but you know, we're going to have to do this to, to get it. If you can create some of those committees, that's that's pretty cool too, right? Even like a, a like the sign or not the Seinfeld, but the the office they had that the party committee, right? So if you have any of that kind of stuff, again, that's a really cool way to engage employees and engage middle management into again hearing, getting their voice heard, which I think is you know obviously it's really important. You can also have which goes to our fourth one, a, a social media committee, right? I would make sure. And this is a really cool thing that we have done is dedicate one of your social media assets to your employee engagement. So for us, our Expedia Facebook page has nothing to do with quote unquote selling or commercials or anything like that. All it is there for is to engage the reps and the the, the workers, right, into really cool things. Like all the pictures, any motivations. All the all that really cool stuff goes on our Facebook page. For example, if any of you have been following us the past couple of days, you know that we did a company-wide water pong because you can't do beer pong. That would be a little inappropriate. We did a water pong tournament. And for the championship, each winner, the winning team, got $150 each plus a, a day off, a vacation day. Second place just got a vacation day. So we live streamed it throughout the whole company on Facebook. So we did Facebook Live. And as was there a ton of people that were watching it? No, but it's still pretty cool, right? It's pretty cool that we said, hey, we're coming live now from, from Expedia for the championship match of our water pong tournament. And we there was like five or six people that actually was watching that, you know, outside of the, the, the people that uh, we were live streaming on the TVs for those those reps that couldn't get off the phones. So... Again, dedicate some type of social media asset, whether that's Instagram, whether that's Facebook, directly to your agent. Let them have some saying what happens on there, you know, making sure that your policies are followed. But still, um, that's a really cool way to engage and, and get them to do to do some 
some things that you'd be surprised about. You know, the other quick examples, and I've talked about this before, is I, you know, we've done on Facebook, like, hey, guys, if I can get 100 reps or 100 employees to say something nice about a fellow employee or something that they like about Expedia, you know, we'll do a lunch. And every single time we get it, it's really cool engagement. It's really cool content that I can use. And, you know, it, it shows other clients kind of where, where we're coming from as well. So, again, really cool way to engage and to, to create some, some positive culture. And then the last one I have here is number five. And I think that this this is very helpful, is to rotate your reps through different processes in your company. Now, we, we, we don't do it anymore, but we, we, we need to get back to it. Before, we would have all of our management trainees you know, take a week or two in a different department. So they'd work in client services. They'd work in IT. Um, they would work in our QA and do the monitoring. You know, They'd find out about all the different kind of facets of the company and, and how their piece of the pie correlates to all those guys. Well, I think it's important, too, now that you have your reps do that as well. So we try to have at least one rep at a time, you know, in each of these departments. So especially, you know, the QA department, right, so that they're monitoring and they're monitoring some of the other reps. Now, I'm not saying that they're scoring them, their, their scores are being held, but to have the reps start to understand and get the word out of what these guys are looking for, that they're not out to get them, right, that they're just following this kind of checklist of quality to make sure that we're hitting specific things. Because a lot of times you have that, that rivalry or that, I don't want to say hatred, right? But where QA is out to get me, right? They, they're always on my line. They're always listening to me. Well, now, you know, with this, they can kind of, we can kind of quell some of those rumors and make sure that they're not true. And, and you know, to go along with this, we love, I love doing a, you know, supervisor for a day. So you have a motivation and whoever wins the motivation, maybe they get to supervise with the supervisor, right? So they become quote unquote, the supervisor for the day and go through the whole thing that the supervisor does from the morning meeting to, you know, all their, their QA checks to, you know, sitting in some of the, the QA actually sessions to give them kind of a really good feel of, of what that happens. And especially if that's a rep that won some type of quality game, it's probably somebody that you're looking for maybe to be a middle management person, um, join that management trainee program. So I think that's kind of a way to kind of not only engage them, but kind of get a pre-feel um, if they're the right person for, for some of those jobs that, that may be coming up in the future. So that's my five ways that you can you know look in 2020 here to engage your employees, engage your middle management, look for you know some ways to, to make make their voice heard and through all that that weaves into culture, right? And when your culture is positive then then you have lower turnover, you have higher quality and again why we're here, the customer experience gets better. So that's what I got for you guys today. I know this is a little bit quicker. I think I'm looking here. We're about at 14 minutes. Just as a as a final word, again, please look to join this community. I, w- I want to see uh, as many of you guys as we possibly can posting as much content as possible, right? We live in a social media age. We got to start using this stuff. Let's help one another. Um, to create a really cool contact center and call center and customer service community uh, where all of our knowledge can be out. Now, some of you hate video. You think you're, you don't look great in video, right? But then you can write, right? So if you don't like video, then you can write. If you don't like to write, then you can post a, um, post a quick uh, recording of your voice, like a, like a 30-second or two-minute podcast, right? Post that. Draw a picture. I don't care what content you use as long as you think it's going to be helpful to the community. 
um, and and start to grow your own personal brand too. I'd love to see that that stuff as well. So again, our Facebook page is the Advice from a Call Center Geek Community, not just the Facebook page. So look at that. And then again, I'm just going to throw it out. You know, make sure that you're you're following all of our other social media assets from LinkedIn to Twitter to Instagram. We're pretty much everywhere. We're posting content all day long um, through through some of the people I have here through myself. Whether that's just quotes or videos, you know, we're doing a daily call center uh, tip of the day. Oh, that's the other thing I'm getting yelled at now here. I'm getting the evil eye because I'm not, I didn't pub this. We just started our own YouTube page or, or YouTube channel, sorry, YouTube page, YouTube channel. It's advice from a call center geek. There's only like five or six videos up there now, but every single day we're posting a, a daily tip on there, call center operations tip. And then we're going to take every single podcast we have, subtitle it and throw it onto there as well so that you'll be able to not only listen to them but kind of read them as, as they go. So make sure that you're following and subscribing to that as well. All right, I'm done. Hope you had a great Christmas. Hope this was uh, was good for you guys. You learned something from it. Love to see you on the uh, on the community, and I'll talk to you guys next week.